Welcome to the Top Diz. I'm your host, Ty. Today, we are going to talk about the top lands within Animal Kingdom. So within all the Walt Disney World parks, there are different lands. And if you listen to my top lands in all of Disney World, then you kind of already know what's going on here. But there are different lands within each and every theme park in Walt Disney World. And I'm, I'm going to be ranking the lands within Animal Kingdom. So within Animal Kingdom, there are a few different lands. And the lands are Oasis, Discovery Island, Pandora, the World of Avatar, Africa, Asia, and Dinoland USA. And then there's also Rafiki's Planet Watch. And Rafiki's Planet Watch kind of gets thrown into Africa, but I'm going to separate it out. And when you come into Animal Kingdom, you are coming in an entrance and you actually go through Oasis, which is one land. And when you go through Oasis, it's sort of like some animals, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. And you cross over a, a little bit of bridge which a lot of people don't don't know and then you see the tree of life as you're coming into discovery island and then four places kind of come off of discovery island so um, going clockwise so to the left or uh, southwest you've got pandora the world of avatar and then coming around the west up to the northwest is africa and then behind Africa is Rafiki's Planet Watch, so it's way northwest. And then if you continue on north, and then you go northeast, um, or to the right of the big tree of life, you've got Asia. And then if you keep going to the east and down, um, sort of southeast, or to the far right and down from the tree of life, you have Dino Land USA. And I'm going to start with my seventh land in this ranking and that seventh land is oasis and so oasis like i said is the first land you come upon so you walk up to animal kingdom and you go through you know the turnstiles to come into animal kingdom and the first area you come to is oasis and so oasis there's just a few animals there um there's uh babarusa a spoonbill um and an ant eater so there there's just a few animals there like you have to kind of intertwine and see it and it's pretty cool i mean it's just it's just a intro into animal kingdom there's also a little shopping center to the right like garden gate gifts um, and there's also rainforest cafe which a lot of people eat at but you can eat at a rainforest cafe in a lot of different cities within the united states so i would always opt for something i can't um, go to. So I wouldn't suggest going to Rainforest Cafe, however, a lot of people do. Uh, but I'll talk about some different places you can eat within Animal Kingdom during this podcast so you don't have to eat at Rainforest Cafe. But one of the coolest things about Oasis, and I know it's came in at seventh on my list of seven lands, but normally they have, or not normally, but sometimes they have a character named Divine that comes out. And this is a performer and she basically looks like, man, I don't, she's like a tree or leaves or um, almost like a praying mantis looking um, actor. And it's kind of crazy. Like the first time I ever walked upon her, she was dead still and then she's slightly moved. And I'm like, it kind of made me jump a little bit. But 
it's really cool it's just something that disney doesn't have to do and it just engages guests as they come in there in the oasis but oasis comes in at seven there's not much else to say about oasis except most guests just zoom on past it um, to get into animal kingdom but next time slow down a little bit check out the um, little tropical garden pathways there in the oasis exhibit where you can see those animals so just check it out and now next i'm going to rafiki's planet watch so the rafiki's planet watch is number six on my lands within animal kingdom and as i said that's up in the north um northwest so it's like way behind africa rafiki's planet watch is super cool you board a like a rustic train and um and you go out to Rafiki's Planet Watch, and it's it's part of Disney's long-term commitment to animal care and, and comfort, conservation up there. So it's a place called Conservation Station, and in Conservation Station, you enjoy exhibits where you can encounter animals, you can watch scientists work um, within the Science Center or outside, you get to view like veterinary facilities, um, there's the animation experience within that conversation, conservation station and this is one of the funniest funnest things i've ever done um one time when i was there I, I did the animation experience and you get to draw and they choose usually a different animal there every time um i got to draw the TikTok croc um when i was there and it was really cool and they actually bring a disney animator in and help teach you how to draw whatever animal you're going to draw and believe it or not i'm a terrible drawer and I was able to draw the TikTok croc, and it looked pretty decent. Um, so that was really fun out there at Rafiki's Planet Watch, um, that animation experience. And previously, you could do a fast pass for that, um, or you could do a walk up. And it's it's really fun. I highly recommend that. And then also out there at Rafiki's Planet Watch is the affection section, and so that's a place where you meet a variety of like unique domesticated animals and um, you're usually able to interact with those animals and care experts that are out there like in a big outdoor space so what's really cool to me is you get to take this cool train ride out there and then once you're out there it's all about the animals it's all about conservation you get to potentially pet some animals um, and then you get to draw some animals it's really cool but it comes in for me um, at number six but i do think it's one of the most underrated lands and almost like all of disney world it really is a cool cool place so um if you've got time you know a lot of people talk about how animal kingdom is a half day park but reality is if you slow down and do all the things with an animal kingdom it's so much more like rafiki's watch alone can take up quite some time so Rafiki's Watch, it's number six. If it, you don't take anything else, um, definitely take that it's worth going out there and checking out, especially if you have little kids that can interact um, with animals and want to pet animals, or you have somebody who likes to draw. So number six on my list was Rafiki's Planet Watch. So number five, um, my fifth is Dino Land USA. Dino, U, Dino Land USA has one of the weirdest backstories um, within within Disney World, and Imagineers came up with this one. So the backstory starts with like a 
famous dino institute and then there's basically these mischievous students who taken over a small roadside stop there and um, that have created um, somewhere to eat and then next door the owners of the gas station Chester and Hester decided to cash in and create a carnival in the parking lot and after all it was their dog allegedly that found the bone that led to excavation um, within that area in the first place it's supposedly a mix between a route 66 roadside attraction and an anthropological dig so say that say that a bunch of times anthropological dig man that's a tough one anyway um so it's definitely uh got a crazy backstory personally i don't really feel like it belongs too much in disney world or in animal kingdom but it's there um it's there for sure so originally um there was going to be a place called beastly kingdom within animal kingdom and they were going to have dragons and all this sort of stuff and actually if you walk upon animal kingdom next time you go next time you're walking up to animal kingdom if you look at the far left ticket entrance you're going to see a huge dragon's head because um, originally they were going to have dragons. It was going to be called Beastly Kingdom, but they kind of ran out of money um, in building Animal Kingdom, and so Beastly Kingdom didn't happen. And you can also see dragons on some of the uh, light fixtures within Animal Kingdom. So just a nod to what was going to be what they call Beastly Kingdom. But anyway, going back to Dinoland USA. Uh, Dinoland USA, like I said, if you're looking at the big tree of life there at Animal Kingdom, is to the right or to like the southeast and um, so there's some different stuff over there. Um, there's like a fossil dig. So it's like fossil fun like dig where kids can um, play, play in this kids area. Um, so, you know, it's, it's some different stuff they can do. There's also um, carnival style games over there. And it's just an opportunity to play carnival games. So like the basketball hoops or throw rings on the soda bottles and they can win plush animals it's it's probably easier than your local carnival but it does cost extra money uh however it's if your kids love those carnival type games they are there and then there's a uh, triceratops spin so just like dumbo or flying carpets they're the triceratops spin <laughs> sometimes this gets rated as like one of the worst rides in all of Disney World. Uh, it's no different to me than than those rides in the Magic Carpet rides, the Dumbos, whatever it may be. But I don't know. If your kids love those rides, have at it. And then there's also Dinosaur. So Dinosaur, uh, it's a pretty cool ride. Uh, some people absolutely love it. I just think it's okay. Um, they actually have the same type of thing on the East Coast. Um, but they made it Indiana Jones. I wish it was Indiana Jones here on the East Coast in Disney World, but it's Dinosaur. So it says, take off on a rip-roaring prehistoric tour in the dark to save a dinosaur from extinction. Um, it's just an okay ride for me. Like I said, some people absolutely love it, but Dinosaur's over in Dino Land. There's a Restaurantosaurus, which is a dining there, which it's very kid friendly when it comes to animal kingdom if you want burgers hot dogs basic food so kind of like cosmic rays restaurant cosmic rays is in magic kingdom but restaurant 
is is like that in Animal Kingdom. It's your basic theme park food uh, restaurant Saurus. So just know that's over there. And then there's some shopping like Chester and Hester's Dinosaur Treasures is there. And um, and then there's a shop at the Dino Institute outside of Dinosaur. But Dino Land, it comes in at number five for me, uh, mostly because of Dinosaur and, uh, you know, because it's a different ride. I mean, it's not like many rides that are out there. And then a lot of people choose to eat at Restaurant Saurus because it's, you know, as the kids say, pretty, pretty basic. Um, but anyway, number five land for me, Dino Land USA. So going to number four. Number four is Discovery Island. So Discovery Island is the area you come upon when you come through Oasis and you start to see the Tree of Life. So that is Discovery Island. And there's a few different animals that you can see there in Discovery Island, like otters, um, maybe some lemurs. There's usually um, uh, flamingos there. And uh, one cool thing when you start, when you come from Oasis into Discovery Island, there's Wilderness Explorers. Um, where you sign up or your kids sign up to be a wilderness wilderness explorer and this is super fun so we talk about animal kingdom and some people talk about how it's only half a day park but if you want your kids to really have fun and really engage and actually learn about animals wilderness explorers is super fun they earn badges as they go around the park so it's an interactive adventure um sort of at your own pace right so there's other places in the park you can actually start on if you miss it from here, um, like in Pandora. Um, there's a place in Africa and uh, Rafiki's Planet Watch you can begin, and I think Dino Land as well. But you basically get a booklet, and you go around, and, and you find cast members that are in certain areas, and you earn a badge at each place to become a wilderness explorer. It's just super fun. The kids enjoy it. They get educated along the way. It just makes things much more interactive. Now, if it's your first time ever going to Animal Kingdom, maybe you don't do this, but maybe the second time you go, you have your kids do the Wilderness Explorer and go get all the badges and have fun. Or maybe they do half of it the first time and then half the next time. It's just fun. It's exciting, and, and they really enjoy it. I know my daughter, last time she was there, really enjoyed and wanted to go get more uh, Wilderness Explorer badges. So it's right there when you walk into Discovery Island. And, and the tree of life there in Discovery Island is pretty amazing. The nighttime show on the tree is very impressive if you haven't seen it. But just looking at all the carvings along the tree of life is just super impressive. And one of my favorite things is kind of going back behind the tree of life. So if you go up to Comfort Creatures, which is the Starbucks location within Animal Kingdom, I recommend in the morning getting a Starbucks or whenever and then cutting behind... Um, the back of the tree of life so there's some little trails back there and then you can kind of look at the different carvings within the tree of life and it basically comes out to where it's tough to be a bug comes out which is also in discovery island so it's tough to be a bug is the actual attraction that's inside the tree of life so it, it talks about discovering what it's like to be a bug in a 3d film inspired by that film and there's <laughs> People feel different about it. The first time you go on it, you're going to get shocked. I don't want to be a spoiler, but you it's 4D type stuff. So you're going to feel stuff. You're going to smell stuff. Stuff's going to happen. Um, some people love that. Some people don't like it so much. 
but it's interesting. So it's tough to be a bug is in the in the tree of life. And like I said, there's the Discovery Island trails where you can go along and see all the different animals around the tree of life, which I think is really cool. And then the reason why I put this one above Dino Land, one, you get the Wilderness Explorer started. Two, it's tough to be a bug is interesting. I like it better than Dinosaur, believe it or not, which that's probably a hot take. Um, but I do. And then, but really it's because of the food. So Flame Tree Barbecue is there, which you may have heard me talk about before. It's decent barbecue. Like I wouldn't say it like beats, you know, world famous barbecue or anything, but for Disney World, it's pretty decent barbecue. You can get some mac and cheese with pork, pork on it. You can get some different things there. So Flame Tree Barbecue, it's a quick service. It's really easy. Um, but then there's Tiffin's Restaurant, which is a sit down, which is really good. Um, sit down that really gets overlooked I think within Disney World and then there's Nomad Lounge which is actually one of my favorite places in Animal Kingdom and maybe maybe Disney World it's just a really cool place so it's actually connected to Tiffin's you can actually get some of the same food from Tiffin's on Nomad Lounge but there's some inside seating in Nomad Lounge but my favorite is at the outside so it is right before you get into Pandora and it's on the river and you sit there in shade you can have some small small bites and some drinks and just get out of the heat of animal kingdom and just relax it's really serene down there so nomad lounge is right there and then i already talked about creature comforts which is the starbucks there one thing that you can get at that creature comforts that you can get at a lot of different places is the uh mickey cinnamon roll so it's a giant cinnamon roll in the shape of a mickey head um so that's really interesting for kids and then the shopping at Discovery Island, like it's the main shopping place. So there's Island Mercantile and Discovery Trading Company. If you're buying stuff at uh, Animal Kingdom, you're getting it at probably one of these two places. So that's why Discovery Island comes in at number four over Dino Land. Um, it's for those things, for all that eating, the shopping, it's tough to be a bug. Number three. So number three of my top animal kingdom lands number three is going to be asia so there's some cool things in asia um and we'll start with um we'll start with the feathered friends in flight so it this is a exotic bird show so if you're into birds this is really cool you know they fly they do different things um and you get to experience that so feathered friends in flight it's like a 25 minute show it's located in asia it's really cool um, but something that I really love in Asia that I think gets overlooked is the Maharaja Jungle Trek. So this is a self-guided walking tour um, of Southeast Asia. And it has tigers and monkeys and bats and Komodo dragon. So more like your historic um, or your typical type zoo stuff. But it's really cool. And if nothing else, Animal Kingdom is just amazing the details that were put into animal kingdom are just phenomenal so joe Rody was the imagineer that really was the mind behind animal kingdom and putting this all together they traveled all over the world to put together animal kingdom and they brought things from those places and those countries and artists and artisans and builders and everything from asia for asia or for africa etc um, so it's really cool but anyway, the Maharaja Jungle Trek, it's pretty neat. And, you know, like I said, you could see, I think I said Komodo dragons. You could see gibbons in that area. I mean, in Asia, um, macaws, birds. 
etc. So it's it's really cool. Check out that area. Um, but there's there's two big rides within Asia. Um, the first is Cali River Rapids. So Cali River Rapids is a river ride. Um, and let me just say, you either get absolutely soaked on this ride or you don't get wet at all. And probably the more you weigh, the more wet you're going to be. I think that's just the way it works. I'm not the smallest guy in the world and I always get soaked and people that are not don't get wet. That's my theory. I don't know. But I'm not the biggest fan of Cali River Rapids. Like as water, uh, big boat, river rides go, I've been in quite a few throughout the country and this one's just not it. Like the line and the queue like leading up to Cali River Rapids is pretty cool. But man, the ride itself, like, I feel like we could do without it. Um, one little secret that I found out about Cali River Rapids is um, it was Michael Jackson's favorite ride. And there's actually a painting in Cali River Rapids that has him with his hands up because um, it was his favorite ride in all of Walt Disney World. Don't know why. Just, I don't know. Crazy, crazy food for thought that just came to my head. But anyway, Cali River Rapids is there. But Expedition Everest is also there. Now, Expedition Everest, the legend of the Forbidden Mountain, is one of my favorite coasters in all of Magic Kingdom. It's super fun. I mean, you got to be 44 inches to ride it, and it's not for somebody that's first roller coaster. I mean, it's not crazy, but it's super fun. You get to go backwards. Um, you get to go down a big drop or a big hill. It's basically like um, a train going to the Himalayan mountains, and there's a Yeti involved. It's just super fun. So um, Asia is a really cool place. And then you talk about the food within Asia. Um, there's Mr. Kamal's, which is a quick service. People talk about Kamal's fries as an item. I've never eaten them. I should try them next time we go. Um, there's a drink station, Drinkwala. There's Yak and Yeti, which is um, which people really love Yak and Yeti. It's actually run by the same people who run um, Rainforest Cafe. It's not actually run by Disney. Um, then there's a Joffrey's in there, there's an ice cream truck, um, and there's a couple shopping places. But Asia, it comes in at number three in my lands within Animal Kingdom. Number two, and if you listen to my top lands uh, already in all of Disney parks, then you probably already know what my number one is. But number two is going to be Pandora, the world of Avatar, um, which if you're looking at the Tree of Life again, it is to the left or to the southwest. And man like this place is super cool and was very very close to be my number one i mean i really enjoy pandora the world of avatar um super cool place so there's a couple things that go on there um so i'll just talk about the rides first like navi river journey so this is a, a journey into the biluminescent rainforest um where you get a Navi shaman singing a song at the end, which is the most expensive animatronic in all of Disney World. And it's really cool. It's at the end of this ride. This ride is extremely short. The lines, unfortunately, are usually extremely long. And it's really not worth it to wait anything longer than 20 minutes for. Um, it's really cool to see, but I feel like if you just go into Pandora at night, so the whole land of Pandora you're getting the same thing as if you took the Navi River journey. So I'm not saying don't go on Navi River journey. Um, I just wish it was more than it is. Um, it's enjoyable, it's just short, and um, 
I think if you've seen the movie Avatar, you have a greater appreciation for the ride than if you haven't seen the movie. Um, but anyway, that's that's one ride. And then the other ride is Avatar Flight of Passage. Now this ride, to me, is phenomenal. You fly on the back of a banshee, and it's a 3D ride, and it's just outstanding. I mean, you truly feel like you're... So you're on a banshee, but you, you truly feel like you're riding a, a dragon. So people that haven't seen Avatar don't know what a banshee is, but it truly feels like what it would feel like to ride a dragon, at least in my opinion. I mean, it's awesome. You sit on this seat, and you're kind of leaning forward, almost like you're on a motorcycle, but the banshee is like breathing, and you feel it kind of pushing up against your legs, and you feel wind, and it's just... It's just amazing. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's something that you just have to do. I think it's one of the best rides in all of Disney World, and it's worth any weight you have to do. It truly is. Now, I recommend uh, rope dropping this. In other words, being one of the first people in line to get on this ride so you don't have to wait, um, or waiting to the end of the night because then the line has died down extremely. So those are the two attractions in Pandora, and they're outstanding. And there's some dining within Pandora as well. So there's Pangu Pangu, which is a walk-up little place that has some really cool drinks. But Satuli Canteen is there, which Satuli Canteen is my favorite quick service in all of Walt Disney World. They, every time, every time I go to Animal Kingdom, I have to eat there, period. It is amazingly good. Like, I always get um, one of their bowls that has, like, rice and either um, beef or chicken and beans and some good slaw and just it's just really really good um, they also have these things called cheeseburger pods they're like bowel bun buns um, with cheeseburger inside that people absolutely go crazy for you can get a kid serving or an adult serving um, so those are there but pandora isn't huge so those are really all that's in there but it's just beautiful, and I highly recommend going there at night. So, like, if you ride stuff during the day and it's daytime, like, encourage you to go back at night. Like I talked about, the Navi River Journey is essentially all of Pandora, what Pandora looks like at night. So, the trees, the plant life, the walkways are all lit up like it's under a black light, and it just comes alive. And... It's just amazing. It's just super cool to see. And me talking about it can't do it justice. So please go check it out yourself. Like I can't really explain it. Like one of the coolest things I've ever done was um, run a Disney World race. And we ran through there and it was still dark in the morning. Luckily I ran fast enough when it was still dark when I got to run through Animal Kingdom. And they had all that, all, all the plants and all that was lit up and... It was just breathtaking. I mean, I'd seen it at night, but that was just super, super cool and something I'll remember for the rest of my life. So the number one land in Animal Kingdom. Well, this is go back. We'll go back. So seven for me was Oasis. Six was Rafiki's Planet Watch. Five was Dinoland USA. Four was Discovery Island. Three was Asia. Two was Pandora, the world of Avatar, and number one, which if you've listened to this podcast before, you already know, it's Africa. Now, Africa 
to me is it's awesome it's the largest land it's like a modern rural african town uh it's super cool you have kilimanjaro safaris there which kilimanjaro safaris is fantastic it is the reason why i think it, animal kingdom is there it's a safari ride through like an african savanna you get to see lions elephants giraffes all kinds of stuff it's at least like 20 plus minutes long like it is a long ride and granted you could it could be even longer if you get stopped by animals so they'll your safari driver is gonna have to stop if animals are blocking the way like that's how realistic it is it's just super cool highly recommend it i'm not going to talk about it forever because um you all if you've listened to this you already know um that i love it and it's just great so the safari is great um the gorilla falls exploration trail you walk through tropical forest and it's got wildlife including gorillas hippos exotic birds um, a lot like the Maharaja Jungle Trek, um, the Gorilla Falls is super cool, but the gorillas there are really neat. Um, so a couple other things, there's the Harambe Market, which just is vibrant. Like it's just got a feel to it. There's, it just feels like a street party. Every time I'm there, there's either drummers or dancers or acrobats and something's going on. Like it's just a fun time. Um, so it's cool and then there's tons of different little dinings. There's like Tamu Tamu refreshments where you can get Dole Whip sold. I love Dole Whip. There's Dawa Bar where you can get some drinks. Um, there's Harambe Market um, where you can get some different stuff. There's some fruit there which is kind of cool. There's Tusker House which is a character meal with Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy. It's table service so if you got to see those characters that's the place to go. Um, it's just an amazing place. Like, I, I really love it. Oh, and I forgot to mention the uh, Festival of the Lion King is technically in Africa, which is one of the best live shows that you can see in Disney World. It feels like a Broadway-type show, but the reality is is they usually, they're not doing it right now, but they usually integrate part of the crowd, and if you're lucky enough, your kids can be a part of the show, and they're singing uh, Lion King songs, and it's just awesome. So, I... You know i love africa um in the animal kingdom like it i feel like it's the reason why animal kingdom was built um just because of the safaris there it's just awesome so just encourage you all to check it out go back to africa it's my favorite part and just enjoy like take in the details that i talked about um that joe Roy and his team put into africa because it's it's superb it's it's really really cool but that's Animal Kingdom. Like, hopefully, me talking about Animal Kingdom and all the different lands and what all's going on gives you a great idea before you go. Or, you know, it was just cool for you to hear what my favorite lands were within Animal Kingdom. And I just appreciate you all listening. So please take the time, rate me five stars, uh, give me a great review, do whatever you can that you do. Uh, I appreciate you all listening. Y'all have a magical day. Hope for you guys to listen soon. <laughs>